Any Given Sunday is proud to be supported by one of Australia's fastest growing men's grooming brands, Nutcare. Proudly Australian, Nutcare is taking down under grooming to the modern day man. Recently voted number one by Men's Health magazine with Bare Nuts Pubic Hair Removal Cream, Nutcare is revolutionising male grooming. As proud supporters of Any Given Sunday, Nutcare is offering our listeners 10% off their first orders. Simply use promo code Any Given Sunday at the checkout to get 10% off your first order. Outstanding, and I'm assuming that was pretty easy for you at checkout when you went through that, Danny. <laughs> yeah, very, very smooth. Very, very smooth process. Smooth process, yeah. you Very might say. smooth. Very good, very good. Nut care is essential grooming for men. Remember that. Brown 45! Brown 45! Hot, 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 hot! You are listening to Any Given Sunday, Australia. Yes, hello and welcome to the Any Given Sunday Australia podcast, the number one podcast in three households and we're back in the studio, back in our number one studio. Uh, we have with us, as always, our ever-reliable, he's not in the basement down in Torquay, we're not giving away his address anymore. <laughs> <You> keep, <laughs> getting close to Torquay, the very specifically, IP. right near yeah. the Oval, it's nice, there's a good little setup. Easy, easy. At Tim Carty, AGSAU, how are you, mate? I'm good, Macca, great to be back in the studio, yes. I can touch you, you can touch, I can touch you. <laughs> Love it. It's great to be back. It is. It's such a nice area. Good to see your smiling and, faces and in person. Not glitching again because we've fixed our problems and we're live. <laughs> that also helps. <laughs> is our work experience kid turn pro at Danny Webb AGSAU. I will get it down pat one day. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. I'm good. <laughs> Just wanted to give you a quick shout out. Got to do it nice and early. Shout out to mum. I know you're listening. Mama says, uh, apparently you listen to this podcast and fall asleep, so I wanted to get nice and early. Give you a nice quick little shout out before you get going. Before she falls oh. asleep. Yeah, so sweet dreams. <laughs> sweet dreams. So. Hey, Sarah, sorry you got to listen to our stupid voices yeah. as well. <laughs> now, might have to get a special cut of just Danny and <laughs> maybe mute ourselves somehow yeah, out, of the, out of the Just FP, purely but. Danny that's talking. And she did say that she doesn't understand anything about the sport, but does quite enjoy listening to us all. Yeah, good idea for listening. It's it's good for the analytics. So. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Any other family members that uh, feel like they haven't caught up with you for a while? <laughs> yeah, just like don't call me or anything. Just listen to the podcast. Send them the link. Yeah, that's that's how I catch up with my mum. <laughs> like, they talk on the live. <laughs> they do. Talk they talk to, to each other. It's great. I've got to. Mum, actually, to, speaking of, mum, I've got to mediate. She them. was very adamant. She goes, "I did not write last week." <laughs> she goes, "That was your dad." Uh, it comes up as a scene. How are you going, Macca? Yes, yeah, so I'm good. I'm very stoked to be back in this this studio and uh, to be able to gauge off you boys all my jokes. How funny they really are. <laughs> You feel like you get a better read in person. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I sit at home and twiddle my thumbs when I think they're funny, but they're not as funny. <laughs> Especially when the internet starts lagging as well, so you yeah. don't know if the room's just silent because your joke was no good or... It's never the jokes. <laughs> it's never the jokes. It's purely the internet every oh. time. Oh, so now we just get to listen to a quiet room next time you yeah. make a joke. Yeah, but we've had a, a big week. I haven't actually told you what we've got coming up. I do remind me to tell you what we've got in the next few days. I hope you're available. But <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, we just got to speak with the chairman of Gridon Australia. How'd you go with that, boys? Yeah, that was the other day. That was a great chat. Um, obviously, you know, today's a different day. We're wearing different things. <laughs> I didn't mention it. Why did you? <laughs> I just said we just got to speak. Nah, <laughs> great chat. Uh, awesome bloke, Brett. How did we go 
Malave. No, Malave. Malave. Yeah, he's a lot more slick. Malave, yeah. No, nah, he was great. three days practicing and got it wrong. As we said <laughs> off air, like held the room really well. Incredibly well. Like we Did our jump for us yeah, a lot of, like, lot of the time. I, I didn't so. really feel like I needed to be there, apart from to listen to him because he was super insightful. But yeah, <laughs> not many questions needed to be asked. That man can talk Why in a good way. Why do big brain? We get, everyone we get on is such big brain individuals. We should have known. He's a... Ten He's year, a banker. Ten year He's banker. been in the financial sector. We should have known. We're mm. going to be up against it. He was a smart yeah. cookie. He yeah. was. Yeah. No, I he felt was... like a lot of my jokes were too lowbrow for him. <laughs> he he humoured us. <laughs> he did. He yeah. did. He looked well. But I do want to get him and Wade in the same room. I reckon the banter will be elite. That would be good. Yeah. That would be then good. Then we but... definitely would be sitting there in silence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just watching battle. Yeah, I'm going to be roasting us. Yeah. So that'll be hard. <laughs> uh, we've got some exciting news. Back for the first time in quite a while, purely because we haven't been able to talk about it, but it is back, our favourite segment. Thank you for calling oh, Dr. Danny's office. <laughs> good. <laughs> we good? All right. So just wanted to talk about our main <laughs> man. Welcome back, Danny, Dr. Danny. Thank you, you, mate. Thank you. Too much Daniel Lee for you, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's it. The beard does look exceptional. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Daniel Leaves does wonderful things for me. Um, no, I wanted to talk about uh, Brock Purdy because his uh, orthopedic surgeon's come out and said a couple of things about him. They're talking about it potentially might have been a blessing in disguise, this injury. So a lot of people thought he was going to have the full reconstruction surgery, which he didn't end up having in the end. It was just a, like almost like a brace, like an internal brace to support the elbow. And the rehab that Brock's going to have to go through from here is actually just going to try and strengthen his arm and strengthen his elbow. So potentially it's looking like he might end up with an even stronger arm than ever before because the rehab and stuff, the process that he's going to have to go through is going to build so much more strength than he never would have done if he hadn't injured his elbow. So they're talking about roughly three months before he's going to start throwing again. So, it was, sorry, his successful surgery was done last Friday. He's gone under the knife. He's yeah. gone under. That's done. Um, they're... Talking about potentially, yeah, three months from now, he's going to start throwing the ball. The relatively confident, as far as non-contact goes, that he's going to be throwing the ball better than ever. The only thing they are worried about is if there is contact again in a similar way that what happened to him when he first went down, when he was first injured. If that happens again, will he need a full elbow Rico? Potentially, but like only really time's going to be able to tell on that one. It's always going to be a risk though, isn't it? That, yeah, that it, it was the knocking back motion, yeah, wasn't it? Like, so yeah, that's sort of... Shit, that happens. And it's so it it's comes a game. Tommy John surgery. So I think it's is that no, a lot is, of, the, is the full the full, full blown. Thing is Tommy John. Oh, is it? So it's, he didn't get Tommy John. Right. No, yeah. Okay. So that's that's a really common uh, surgery. Baseball, baseball players. Pitches. I thought it wouldn't ball. Wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah, really, really common. Yeah, huge uh, for baseball. For baseball, and they come back and they throw faster balls than they ever have. So but that is due to the rehab, and the issue with them is it's non-contact. Oh, sorry, the positive for yeah, them, sorry, definitely. is no contact. Less risk of the less risk of re-injury. So they're talking potentially week one, two or three, the Brock might actually like take the field again, which party, is huge. The party might start again. The so, party might so start. So they're talking now until the three months when he's throwing again, it's all strength and yeah. Yeah. rehab. So, so he's getting the strength back in the arm. Yeah. So yeah. it's all going to be focused. Like obviously he's going to do his normal fitness as well. Like once he can start to do all that again. But yeah, majority of the focus is going to be on re-strengthening that elbow and hopefully get it to be stronger than it ever was before. And uh, so they're talking about him starting already. Surely there's going to be a whole OTAs so, and everything like that before. Yeah, so already saying Brock's our man. Yeah, no, I didn't say starting. I said he might take the field. Oh, okay. Might be able to take Sam the field. Arnold, he's number one, surely. Forty yeah. Honest fans will love him. <laughs> yeah. So the faithful from the bay. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see 
who they actually do put as the number one quarterback. And if Brock actually does come back, whether it's week one, two or three, they're all the main concern is if he has contact again too soon. So if he has contact again too soon, he'll have the full Tom Tommy John, Jones. Tommy John's and that'll surgery. be that's twelve months. Yeah. That's the original That was the original saying. that's originally what they thought. But yeah, so they've what they've done is support supported by using this brace technique. And it's going to work out to a lot shorter recovery for him. How flat would you be if you go through all this and then, you know, fourth throw of the game, if you're back in the game, it happens again and they're like, oh, well, now you've got 12 months. And that, that's the thing. Like, NFL's a contact sport. Like, it's unavoidable. Like, the whole idea for defense is to sack the quarterback. Mm. And if you sack him while he's mid-throw, that just, like, you know, that risk of re-injuring, it just goes so much higher. Mm. Yeah, and you hope it doesn't affect his confidence and yeah, the way what, he goes yeah. about it Plays, as like, well. you coming back from a knee, like... How, it's the same. Like yours doesn't have to be contact, though. I guess that's maybe a little. I don't know if you'd be able to talk to him more than me, but the fact that it has to be contact would that be a little bit less? Stressful? It's a little bit more in his control. Yeah, for sure. Um, you can sort of make that decision if you feel like the pressure's on. You're not going to throw it. Yeah, throw maybe. it down. Um, hold on. Yeah, so it's a little bit more in his control. I, I would have thought. But have we had any update on where Trey Lance is at at all? Or no, nah, as far as I've heard, and it's not really an update, but he's. He'll be right for OTAs. Okay. As far as I know. Could be wrong. Maybe that's why they've brought Sam Darnold in. Might have a little... They've got a quarterback problem. Yeah. Yeah. They've gone <laughs> Good from having to have. too many <laughs> yeah. to have not enough to... Now they're all injured. Well, yeah. if anyone shows you that you need at least three quarterbacks, yeah, it's the they're, 49ers. They're, and they're normally the team that would be getting to the QB. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, that is all from Dr. Danny? Yeah, that is all from Dr. Danny. Obviously... Yeah. Um, Obviously the off-season. There's off-season. Not, yeah. There's not, not, a heap, not a heap of people checking in with me. Uh, mm. I don't have many appointments on this week, but yeah, Brock, Brock was definitely one of them. That's why we we're able to get you in the studio. Yeah, exactly. So I'm free. I'm free. Great. So hit him up. one three hundred Doctor Danny, I believe. <laughs> yes. Uh, straight free. into some news, and you had some breaking news, Doctor Danny, not Doctor Wise, but breaking news on the Australian front. Yeah. So Adam Gotsis is signed uh, in extension with the Jaguars. For two years, two point eight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, So he signed for two years, two point eight million, which is great. Like, always love to see Aussie boys out there uh, taking the field in any way, shape, or form. But yeah, signing an extension for another two years is great. And mm. playing for the Jags, I'm, I reckon I'm pretty big on the Jags and their potential. Like, they showed such um, such strength last year. Like, you know, getting into the playoffs. And like playing under Trevor Lawrence is always going to be good. So it's going to be really good for him to see, you know, how the season turns out. And they've only strengthened as well. Like they've brought players in and, and they're another team or they are the team that we, we kind of jumped on this year, them and the, the Lions. We did. We, we, we all like, jumped on the Lions. We yeah. like the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're definitely on the way up. Yeah, for sure. Who's the wide receiver that... Um... Ridley. Ridley, yes. So another weapon. So they've got weapons on both sides. Like. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And ultimately, we love seeing Aussies do good things um, over in the NFL. So it's awesome. Really good good news story to start off with, Danny, boy. Yeah, need, yes. need to start with the Aussies. Oh, no, yeah. thanks. Everyone's so happy and warm now. Now let's talk about spending millions, <laughs> extending our, I was going to say our chief. He's not our chief, is he? He's a commish. Commish. Uh, yeah. Roger chief Goodall. Commish. Roger Goodall. <laughs> Roger Goodall. Cass. You're over that. Goodell. Goodell. <laughs> yeah, so the, the owners have their meeting, I believe, next week? Sure. I'm not sure. I don't think they've met yet. Yeah. But all the talk is that, yeah, Roger's going to go. I think it's only like the, the – the, I'm sure the idea of it would have been 
in play for quite a while. But, oh, for sure. But, yeah, they've only just started He's, the negotiations. He hasn't stopped making the money. So. No, no. I feel like it's going to be pretty cool. And with the new league year only starting on the 15th, obviously they, this yeah. will be their first meeting of the new the new league year. But, yeah, they talk of – is it a two? Three-year. Three-year extension. So, yeah. Is there talk of money yet? Or how much? No, it's just a – Lots. <laughs> it's uh, obviously it's very insensitive. Uh, insensitive. In- incentive. Thank you. Incentive based. No, lost the It's very. I hate when people are so insensitive. <laughs> 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 That's all I had. <laughs> yeah. What kind of incentives would it be? Whether we grow the game and things like that, you reckon? I think or? it's to do with the... Media, media deals and things oh, like... Yeah, and yeah. the financial success. Like, you know, obviously the league is making the owners so much more money than it ever has previously. And you can tell that by the... Which I'm sure we're going to talk about later. But the sale of the Wizards... Uh, Wizards Washington. And the price of that compared to like previous teams that have been sold in the past. Um, not obviously of recent years, but... It, they went from going from a couple of hundred million to now like well billions, and truly billions. in the billions. So the league is constantly making more money. So I think well, a, lot, a lot of that is off the back of the media deals and like the growth of the streaming platforms. I think yeah, Amazon, Amazon Prime got their um, yeah, the YouTube, Thursday, YouTube Thursday you can buy, buy per game on YouTube, can't you? Yeah. Uh, I think this year. I don't, do you reckon it'll come to us? I don't know if it's Australia. It's not Australian, but in, in, in the, States, the States. But it's still yeah. a massive thing. Like if you don't want the full year subscription on Game Pass. Like but there's, game. you know, there's talk. Uh, Apple might be wanting to get into that streaming space. You know, an absolute giant in the in the streaming market. So it's just more money for the NFL. So Rogers just doing very well for himself mm. in terms of incentive based sort of contracts. There, yeah, the old incentive based <laughs> contracts. <laughs> Speaking of uh, buying, you just said the Commanders are on the table, but there's a group, a conglomerate. Would you call them? Yeah, uh, Harris. Well, group. I don't know how many are in it. Wow. How many does it take they, to become they a conglomerate? Own uh, what number nine is that? 76s. So I dropped, I just, I just dropped the Wizards when I was trying to talk about Washington. You're dropping the 49ers, which is Australian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're all over the shot. Uh, um, no, yeah. yeah. So the Harris Group currently own the 76 Philadelphia 76s and the NHL's New Jersey Devils. Oh, yeah. I know them. Yeah. And apparently Magic Johnson, he's the latest one reported to be jumping on with this Harris Group. So he's not a part of it, he's getting involved with it. I be- well, I believe that's the headline. No, yes, yeah, so he's not already a part of this Harris Group. He's going to be joining the Harris Group. Mm-hmm. Johnson uh, has also invested in other sport teams like the WNBA's Los Angeles Sparks and the Major League Soccer, the Los Angeles team. They, I'm not, they Galaxy? No, Galaxy? No, I think they're yeah. just be Los Angeles nah, it's a football Galaxy. club. Oh, cool. FC. Oh, oh mate, they might have been part of Actually, I reckon they're part of the Manchester Group. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because that's delving into unknown territory. Yeah, yeah. this is this is is not our forte. forte, But yeah, so Magic Magic's already got his fingers in a few sports teams' pies, and yeah, he wants to expand that and jump on the NFL. Well, the rumors, or I'm not sure if it's rumors or reports, are that Snyder's maybe making some moves that are that are sort of letting people believe that the Commanders are going to get sold. I think was it looking at. Wasn't he getting um, his finances in order? Yeah, and like, was it removing furniture or you know, something, really? something weird from the facility? Was it oh, something like that? He's such a weirdo, or, isn't he? And, and was, it, was he also only not paying the sign-on bonuses? He's postponing the sign-on uh, bonuses to which, May 1st. Which would be until after the new, pass it on to the new the owner. New so, yeah, yeah, yeah I so, think that's what sort of got people thinking, all right, maybe this is going to be happening soon. But yeah, there's massive talks. Like if they do this Harris Group or anyone do, you know, try and buy the team, I think it's 
worth 5.6 billion. Well, that's what US, which is the Denver Broncos, then going to pay out these bonuses. Got to build a new stadium. stadium. The stadiums in just disarray. Yeah. And they're talking so about not just that initial sale figure, yeah. is it? Yeah, they're not poo water going on. All but they're even talking yeah. talking about renaming the team. Yeah, yeah, I did hear that. I did hear yeah, that. Yeah, they're talking about renaming the team again. Potentially the new owner like Jesus. will have to maybe have just soon. a whole rebrand, get away from the Snyder era. Yeah, and, uh, and just like you know, try and start fresh, yeah, which would be like new stadium. If you change the team, like you change the uniforms, like it's, there's a lot. There's going to be a lot to go on. So like, if a team, if someone is going to buy the team, like a group, it's probably going to be the best thing because five point six billion is a lot of money, mm. and then. On top of that, you got to build a new stadium. Yeah, I reckon you know, if you're going in there and saying there's a new stadium, it's now 5.4 billion, and we're putting the stadium on top of that. That's not me, is it? As a, a negotiator, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, you, you're either bringing us a new stadium or we're taking the price down. Well, I think the big thing, and it's probably it gets lost inside of a little bit. I don't know any personally, but the poor Commanders fans, yeah. you got to feel sorry well, for them. So the the I was meant to go on uh, Commanders podcast from the UK. I'm hoping to get on the next few weeks. They're doing like a players only month and I didn't get an invite apparently. Oh, what? But in the next few weeks, <laughs> next uh, weekend, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might get them on ours and have a chat about the commanders because they, they hate him. I yeah, listen well, to one or two episodes. You feel sorry for them. Oh, the way let they us go. About it, let, us, like, let us go. It is literally like, nah, if he's there this year, this podcast will be after a different team. Like, they yeah. hate him. I was like, oh, Jesus. Uh, I look forward to getting them on and I'll be, I'll be baiting them. He's the best owner I've ever heard. But, so yeah. there was talks of this deal potentially if it is being done before this um, owners only meeting. So whether oh, that which actually, I think which is, is soon, I think this week within the, the old, week within two weeks, I've heard from them for a long time. Though, yeah. So. Don't all the owners have to vote on it though to agree to this? Yeah. So also it would make sense it'd be after. Yeah. Well, just I you don't know. know. Rumors. But they might be able to. Put it forward they and, could and convene then it's voted a special... on at them yeah. if they've put it forward before then, I guess, okay. instead of reconvening again. Again, more watch this space kind more of. Yeah. Heaps of watch this space. But, yeah, Dan Schneider. Forever in the news, that man. Giving us lots of content. He does. Yeah. He really looks after us in this off-season. Yeah. The story that I was really keen to talk about, and I kind of I felt like I was rushing, that? rushing through these, uh, the Lions have signed CJGJ. From your Eagles. And your Eagles are just blowing up on the defensive side especially. Everyone's What's leaving. Going What's going on there? <laughs> uh, yeah. Just the one-year deal? I thought we were all going to run it back. So this was really interesting. So allegedly, like this is not confirmed, it's all rumoured, but allegedly the Eagles had previously offered him a three-year deal, mm-hmm. uh, which he declined and wanted to test the free agent market. And during Again, that time... he just come to you like halfway through last year. Yep. He was at the Saints. Yeah, he was at the Saints. He was at the Saints before he came to Philly. But yeah, I think because maybe the deal that he got offered, I rumored I heard it was twenty four million. Don't quote me on that because I don't know how true it is. Um, What's the one year deal? Eight million. So okay. it balances out. Yeah. So that's why I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure on that. It's not a reliable source. Um, so we're not going to go off it. But that's allegedly what was offered to him, and he is wanted. It yeah, yeah, it was Brendo. Shout out, Brendo. Um, no, Brendo is nothing except for his Chiefs. Yeah, right. <laughs> his beloved Chiefs. Brendo's Chiefs. Um, yeah, so the Eagles actually shifted their attention and re-signed the cornerbacks, Bradbury and Slay, uh, in the meantime. So then when CJ, DJ, <laughs> decided, CJ, GJ. GJ, decided uh, that he wanted to, you know what, maybe actually take that deal, the deal was gone. Yeah. So then he was like, I need, to, I need to sign somewhere. So signed with the Lions. And then since then he's come out and said that 
the Lions, he believes that the Lions team is a better team than the yeah, team that I just went that. to the Super Bowl. I heard that. Did you hear that? Did he I, didn't, I didn't hear that, but hearing a bit team. of that from people in the free agency market, yeah, we'll, we'll touch on it in a There's second, another one yeah. that we'll talk about that's yeah. wanted to go to a Super Bowl. Although, tonight. Lions probably tipped to take out the NFC North. Definitely, uh, yeah, definitely on that side of the table, anyway. They are, they are making favorites. a lot of moves. They are currently favorites to take out the North. Yeah, yeah. above Curious. the Vikings, which interesting. Nah, nah, that's probably fair. Them the one, had. us two. No, your your odds on to oh, lose. The I would love to see the spoon. odds the Vikings come last. Uh, I'd rather the other three, obviously mine. Yeah. But that's just you've got your cheese head on. Yeah. Oh, but I, I think I do think the Lions, even the um, the Bears, have set themselves up well with the draft and and getting a few more picks in. So I think they'll, which they'll we, definitely be on it. And like you know, a little bit tongue in cheek, but we were a little bit bullish on the Lions last year, and they've only sort of added a few pieces and yeah. Goff another year under the belt. MCDC. But then I've also heard rumours of golf. We've got off the Eagles, which is not ideal, but... Um, <laughs> Very well done. The Lions... Great deflection from Danny. <laughs> adding in another QB. Yeah, and so they're, they're talking drafting. Of, yeah. Yeah, talking, yeah, they are talking about drafting a QB. To sit behind golf. Yeah. yeah. Sit, behind, we'll sit behind and potentially take over. Spot. Where yeah. are the Lions in the draft? Where are they sitting? Uh, not nine. Around that. 10 to 15. So, the, so potentially some quality still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Well, it's our Will Levis, I think, will be the only one. The other three will go pretty early. The other three will, yeah. Um, he seems to be the number four kind of spot. So, okay. yeah, it'll be interesting. All right, well, we've seen at Green Bay, you know, taking someone, stop laughing, taking someone and then that ruffles the feathers of, it helped us because he won the next two. Uh, MVP because he, he said fuck you yeah oh, well, that's right and it obviously got it. has hurt us now because he's and now he's us. saying fuck you yeah <laughs> me especially especially well you're an um, owner you want the owners no you can't get in actually nah, so I'm trying next time I'll sorry win. to bring that up oh. uh, but yeah so be interesting yeah, whether that's a how that sits yeah. with Goff yeah with and Goff. what that does for the chemistry and makeup of the team mm. Mm. so that'll be interesting but back to the Eagles what's going on mate they're imploding uh, yes, and not fantastic the amount of players that have gone and signed on in other places, but I think that's just kind of the nature of being successful. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah, 100%. You, you probably can go chase money otherwhere, uh, in other places, and obviously they're going to be saving a fair bit of money to try and re-sign Hertz when the time comes. Well, and we talked about it with the coaches when all the coaching mm. shuffling was taking place. Yeah, and, you know, all, you're a victim the of D- your own success. Yeah, by the DC and the OC both people, went on to be head coaches. Yes, so right. it's... Understandable. It's upsetting because obviously I'd love to see him run it back, um, and because it was such a strong, strong side, love to see him run it back and you know try and get to the Super Bowl again. But they're just going to have to keep on doing what they're doing and just picking up other pieces, extending the players that they can extend, and yeah, just try and have another crack. It's interesting though that you you came and said that they tried to sign CJ GJ first because he was the interception leader for the year. Yeah, so I've actually got that. Um, no, so he was tied with six. That doesn't seem like the six right number. Interceptions. No, I reckon he had more than that. Yeah. Right? Anyway, but he missed he missed five games. And really? he and he tied the most interceptions. He had a lacerated kidney. Oh. So he actually missed five games. Actually, and no, six would be about right, I reckon. Thirteen's a record. Six right? is still a lot. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, well six six is what I've got. For an individual. Yeah. yeah. Six is what I got, but you questioned me with like so much. So I was like, oh maybe not. the record. So he definitely didn't yeah, get that. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> What I've got written is six. 
Um, and yeah, and he missed five games. So you chuck those five games extra on, even if you've got one interception per game, like you're sitting at 11. That is incredible. So I think think because of that, I think that's why he was probably chasing more money than what Philly were offering. And then when he actually went out there, no one was offering it. Yeah. So he took that. It's funny that you heard it from that way because I heard it from the other way. My sources said that uh, they signed the other two first and then there was no money left. No. <laughs> I, I did hear Danny's. Yeah, I yeah no. no I, I, you hear it from no, both yeah. sides. I, 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 I think, I think Philly what. would be silly to not try and re sign. Silly Philly. Silly Philly. <laughs> <laughs> Your interception leader. Mm. Like, of course. You'd be silly not to try and sign them first. And, and like Slade wanted out. Yeah, Slade was gone. Slade wanted out. So did he re sign before this, he'd left? Or are yes. they both gone at the same time? No, so, so Slade, Slade re- back and then it's CJ GJ going, oh shit, I'm in trouble here. Yeah, yes. kind of. So CJ GJ was offered first, then Slade's like, I'm leaving anyway. Um, yeah, go get your bag. I mean, yeah, and then so he tries to chase money and then ended up re-signing with Philly, and then by that, like now, now the money's gone. Mm-hmm. So then that's why he went to the Lions, and I think him only signing for one year with the Lions. I'm assuming the Lions probably offered him more years, but I think him only signing for one year. I think he's going to try and prove his worth again. Um, try and stay on the field for the whole season and then chase a bigger bag the following year, probably for another team because he has seemed to bounce. Yeah, fair enough. A team that I think you were alluding to just before that has made some big moves as well, which was a bit of a surprise after last year. We said that they blew up and went on to win more games than what we expected. You said they were selling everything. They were a fire sale and it has worked because Adam Thielen at the age of 32 has signed a three-year, I reckon it's 24, 25 million as well. I think it was around that, you know, whatever the market was. 25 million, 14 million guaranteed. I heard up to 18 million guaranteed, but we have different sources, which is good, a bit of competitive market. (laughs) Uh, But such an interesting sign because from his side, he said he wanted to go to a... Contender. Contender. Now, win, win I reckon nine times out of ten, people are saying they are not contenders. Not this year, anyway. The Panthers. Yeah, correct. Yeah, but Adam's... Uh, agree. Adam, agree. Adam's a full believer. Like, if you hear yeah, him talk right. about he it, he's a full... He's all in. But are so, they going to go... You reckon he's going to go there and be like, oh, yeah, no, not, not in the next two years? Like. But that's why he signed... I reckon that's why he signed for the three years, because he's obviously... Uh, I think he's thinking... looking down the... Yeah, yeah. Long term. It's, I think he's looking long term. He's like, it might not be this year, but hopefully we're competitive this year. Get some good reps. He wants to be a veteran presence in the locker room, get some good reps under him, and then maybe the next year actually have a proper crack, and then hopefully he gets his third year. And well, that'll probably be the year that they're actually chasing it. And he's basing it on they've obviously traded up, got the number one pick in the draft. They're going to pick up a quarterback. And then all the talk is they've got Frank Reich, Andy Dalton, and someone else. I'm not sure who. I don't know who you're talking about. But, but they're all like, you know, three, yeah, yeah. three quarter, veteran quarterbacks or, you know, experienced quarterback coaches and things like that. Maybe it's the offensive. Whoever the OC is. But anyway, that can obviously help nurture and um, build up whoever they're going to draft. So he's obviously very bullish after his – he did a visit down to their facility. Yeah. Loves their facility. He loves his golf. They've got a golf simulator, like – Right next to the locker room. So that was a huge selling point for him, which is awesome. I love, yeah, I reckons, love that. He reckons he just walked around the whole facility and asked any questions. And he's like, now, so the simulator. Yeah. <laughs> In fairness to him, though, I think he's, he's playing just, off scratch. Yeah. Yeah. Like close to 1.1 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Close to scratch, which is uh, pretty incredible. But he, he was saying that he wanted to uh, do the open days on Mondays for, for the golf to like eventually, like hopefully actually get a spot playing golf. Yeah. yeah. I, I did hear him say well, that. Like playing he's off scratch, you're a chance, aren't you? Yeah. Into the comps and yeah, yeah, yeah. have a crack. Which he's an incredible golfer, apparently. So, mm. 
but yeah, just funny that he's saying that they're in his, in his eyes genuinely a contender that he thinks yeah, they can win a Super Bowl. Which so you've got to love, assume I he love means, the Andy Dalton. You got to sign. assume he means in the three years that he signed for. Yeah. yeah. And obviously the pitch that he was given must have been perfect because he said that he went down there kind of just like, you know, I'm going to have a look around, but I want to play for a Super Bowl contending mm-hmm. team. And he went down there, spoke to the coaches, didn't speak to the owner, but um, spoke to all the coaches. Yeah, and, tougher, they were, tougher. And, and they were like, whatever they said to him, they sold, they yeah. sold him. And I'm assuming they, they probably whispered in his ear what quarterback they potentially might be having as well. I reckon whispering in his ear, we're going to give you 25 million probably. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that helped. That definitely helped. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, speaking of the QB, so I've heard rumours that they might... They've, so they've traded up to the one, mm-hmm. trade back to the two and let Texans pick if they're happy with either, sounds like, Bryce or... Uh-oh. Uh, you've left me hanging. CJ? Yes, Stroud. CJ Stroud. Um, because they're not really worried about the height issues. And they, who's the other one? Is it Richardson or Anderson? Uh, Anderson. Anderson. But... Um, no, Richardson. No, it is, it's yeah, Richardson, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Richardson. But I don't think he's... Height's not the issue. Yeah, so I think they're it's not, either going to be deterred. CJ or Bryce. So what have they done? They've, they... they haven't yet, but there's rumours that they might... Why would they do that? What do they gain from that? Well, they're not the just... Texans not, like won't be a straight swap. For... Yeah, it'll be to get some of the capital back that they lost. Okay. So they might be, you know, a second or third round. And they, the only reason they would do that is because they don't care. Happy with they're happy with either. Yeah. yeah. They did, so it happened with Miami... And the Chargers a few years ago. I don't know if you've yeah, heard the, of it. The Tua and, <laughs> and Justin Herbert. Yeah, I have. I have. And the Chargers were behind him, and everyone was like, "You got to trade up to get who you want." He's like, "You know, we're what? happy with either. We're happy with Tua, or we're happy with Justin Herbert." So they got Herbert. They were very happy. Um, and they say, so do, and you think, the do you think the, same do you think thing the Texans are desperate enough to trade up though? Because uh, it's all good and well that the Panthers want to trade back down. Yeah. But then why trade to the number one spot in the first place? Because you have that'll to give be, up DJ Moore. That'll and have to be whether you're not happy with something. Well, that'll be, yeah, depending if they've got the their heights, hearts on yeah. set on one. CJ or uh, Richardson. No, nah, no. Nah, it'll be. Oh, you reckon he's. No, nah, it'll be Bryce. The, it'll be Bryce. He's not in the conversation for nah. the top two. So, like. So. Well, he's definitely in the conversation. With, but the, with, with the height of the quarterback, like he's 5'10. It's not like. He's not tiny by any means. I oh, know, but it's but just, average. I, I never, it's we, pretty small, Mecca. I'm not in five ten. I know, five eight with a like stiletto. With some on. heels on. Yeah, <laughs> but they're like what the average quarterback ideal height. What are they saying? Six three, six four. Yeah, that's, that's well like over the, above. You know, that's the foot. new uh, prototype. Kind yeah. Of thing, yeah. But it doesn't mean like there hasn't been successful quarterbacks that have no, been no, shorter than not. six foot before. Of course not. And we've yeah. definitely and, spoken about it. But the, and I, I, I reckon, you know, being removed a little bit, we've kind of said. What's a couple of inches between friends? But <laughs> a lot, a Sometimes. lot apparently, because they are like everywhere you hear, they're like below six foot is a, is a problem. So yeah, but that they've come out and said we're not worried about that. So seems that they're happy, but yeah, whether the Texans aren't. And they that, might again, up. that could just be posturing and mind games. Like yeah, you never know. Yeah, like, yeah, it's there's draft season. So right? much that goes into it, like mm. strategic press releases and things like that. So yeah, and they could they could 100 have a number one in mind that they want. Yeah, so I'd, I'd imagine they probably would. Um, but, yeah, there was someone a few years ago. Terrible backstory. Could be, make, could be trying to make Texans not panic but be like, shit, if they're not happy and they grab our man potentially, like, let's trade it. And, yeah, like you said, they get, that, some, that's the, they get some draft they, capital yeah. back. So. Have you seen Draft Day, the movie? Is it Kevin, Kevin Costner? Costner? Yeah. I, I put it up there as one of my favourite movies of all time. So you have to watch that. And it gives you a real idea of rumours of how – Accurate it is, but the the posturing and the back and forth and the working my games out. and everything it's it's yeah. like it's, you're playing chess kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, telling pretty much, and this it came back to having an agent as well. 
Um, that movie didn't, but the, the talk lately, because they can put out stories in good or bad light. However you know, they, whether they, they things to be framed. Or... Well, I imagine if there's players that'll be like, we don't want the Texans to go number one because we, I'd rather go to the Panthers. Yeah, so, definitely. And if they try and then you hear all of a sudden there's a bad story that comes out. I wouldn't be surprised if it's the agent going, you know what, he, he was arrested a few years ago for marijuana. Trouble in the locker room. Yeah, to his birthday. Didn't get on with the training like, staff. Or, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. all of a sudden he's dropped to number two and then they get him anyway. Like, yeah. So that's where there's a lot very, of, very long There's a lot of layers to Lamar it. Lamar Jackson has a bit of trouble with that as well. Because well, he's representing himself. Exactly. Him and his, his good mama. Yeah. Is it Mama Jones? Yes. Yes. I don't know who Jones, but... <laughs> I don't, is her name Jackson? I share her name. Nah, I've heard Mama Jones. Could be, could be maiden name. Yeah, could be, exactly. That's what, that's what I'm getting at. So, anyway. Anyways, anyways, we, we posture on too we much. We digress. We speak about said Texans. They've made some big signings too. Have they? Yeah. You actually mentioned <laughs> nah, this before. <laughs> the tight end Dalton Schultz, which I'm very was, surprised about. Yeah, he was testing out free agency as you know a lot of players tend to do and wasn't getting a lot of look-ins. No. It was looking like it might have been... Uh, a bit of trouble for oh, Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz. But, but I um, think he'd already signed. Had he made last year? He definitely did. It was a franchise tag, but he, the Cowboys. The Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, it wasn't this year. It wasn't this year. No, it definitely wasn't this okay. year. So the Texans threw nine million at him to get him to get him to come for the. What are the tight end markets? So there's been a little bit of movement at the Cowboys. Yeah, Zeke. but we've also got. So we will get on to Zeke. Okay. We've also got Devin Singletree, Singletary from the uh, Buffalo Bills. Yes. Yeah, he's come over to the Texans too. So they're really starting to throw their weight around. Yeah, they're throwing a few few little pieces together there. Mm. But you you are right, the Texans, uh, the Cowboys. So all down in Texas. We're talking about Texas at the moment. The Cowboys <laughs> have also thrown around. So Braden Cooks from the Texans has gone to the Cowboys. He is now – there's only two players in history that have been traded four times and he is now part of that group. Really? Yeah, I can't remember the other guy. Only two. Only two players traded, traded four times. That seems so low. So not picked up on free agent and things like that. Actually traded between teams. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's all. I thought the same thing. Like, nah, there's been players that do heaps of movement, but free agency is different. Yeah, free agency. Traded. Free agency is more like the players' initiative, whereas trading is obviously the club between the teams. Working out deals. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think that is? Like, there's um, only been two players traded four times. Well, the other one was a big. I think he was either a left tackle or. He was a big guy, one of the linesmen. And essentially that means because it's out of his hands, he's maybe not necessarily getting the best well, deal for himself. And not going to the places he wants to go. Either. Yeah. Because so, a, a lot of players have the no trade clause and things yeah, like that built yeah. into their contracts. I think you're in the top echelon then. If you've got... Yeah. <laughs> so maybe you're just sort yeah. of like... If you're having, having having you're, probably, you're probably got a C on your chest <laughs> yeah. or you're throwing the ball. Yeah, like or it. a QB next to your name. It's yeah. Like, yeah. He, he's... I've always liked him. I couldn't tell you where he started, but... Um, yeah, he's lightning. He's so quick. And he was one that was targeted by, not targeted, but the Packers have been told, you know, maybe you should go get him. All these years that we've been trying to get bloody receivers for Aaron Rodgers. Now, I can guarantee you we'll go get receivers. We'll, we'll end up with Odell Beckham. You'll load up, going. for sure. <laughs> uh, because we don't want... You're going to have a bit of space in that cap too. Yeah, providing he goes, which could go all providing the way up to... When? Draft night. When? When it will happen. No, when he Oh, goes. when it happens. Yeah, yeah, I've conceded. We follow the G. For anyone who's not following, we are we are once again talking about Rogers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that got very quick, didn't it? Uh, anyway, we'll so the Cowboys away, have mate. traded for Brennan Cooks, <laughs> which is another weapon for, for Dak. Or after he has lost his best friend. Did you know that? Zeke and Dak, best friends. 
Really? Didn't know that. So very interesting that he has been cut. Cut. Zeke's Zeke cut. Zeke got oh, cut. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, just, you brought it I up. Did. Oh, I did. <laughs> I forgot that he got cut. There's, mate, there's so much movement going on. There's yeah, a lot, there's so a lot it, to keep it, up it with. It saved like nine million in their cap and like five That's million. That's right. It was to get under the... Yeah, yeah but... Interesting. You'd think mm. you want to keep your quarterback happy. Mm. But it's interesting with the... Jerry knows, though. Jerry yeah, knows. With the, with the Cooks trade, because uh, that probably puts the Cowboys out of, you know, out of the running for Odell Beckham Jr., yeah, you'd think so. Which was he was touted he to was. potentially potentially going to the well, Cowboys. He went, he went and he was there. He tried to or not try out, but like met with met with them. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so this year, trade though. this trade obviously shows that that's not the route they're going. They're not really thinking about because you think they've got yeah what three or four wide receivers now. Although they've lost a the tight end, so they might be going for a tight end in the draft. Mm. I did just see they've added thing. Ronald Jones. To help I was going to say, let's check Elliot live Boyd. what's going Yeah, on. that's what I'm just seeing now Great live. So, you. Ronald Jones has uh, been added on a one-year deal to the free agency from the from the Bucks to to the Cowboys. Cowboys, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they they are filling the holes a little bit there. Obviously, it has to be on less money uh, than what Zeke was getting. Did you see um, Cam Newton had a pro day? I was about to bring up. Has he had it? I think he, Auburn, which is the Auburn, yeah, that's who he played for. Um, I think he's, I think he's had it. Yeah, huge. Still huge. got what it. What are your thoughts? Still on, got it. Is the did word. you, did you see much of Cam Newton? So I was aware. Was 20, I was aware of him at the Panthers. Yeah, 2015, 16 MVP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took him to the Super Bowl. Lost to Peyton. Um, I did not. Yeah, I did know who he was, and I thought he was one of the coolest. Motherfuckers getting around. Like, yeah. Remember every time he rocked up to his press conference, like he was just wearing the coolest shit. And I think he's still like. I but he always it. seemed. Uh, it was weird. I didn't. I don't know why he disappeared. Essentially. Yeah. All right. He had a bad season. I think they kind of blew up a little bit after their Super Bowl run. Yeah. A um, couple of like Luke Kuechly retired. A um, few of their bigger names disappeared. So they kind of went downhill and refresh uh, with new Oregon. They had. Maybe Teddy Bridgewater or something come in and Teddy. he was their new face and things like that. And yeah, he disappeared. Ended up at New England, Cam Newton, for a year and got beaten out by Mac Jones. That's right, yeah. Um, but yeah, he just hasn't seemed to, yeah, like, he was MVP and just hasn't had another look in. But yeah, it's pretty crazy. Which, mm. And he tweeted, like, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but it was something along the lines of, there ain't no way there's 32 motherfuckers. Because that are better than me, that are better than me. Or well, how do these yeah, nobody's keep getting tweet. a job? It's so good. And yeah. then I saw someone retweet me and like, uh, everyone lists the thirty, like out of the thirty-two. Please tell me. Gets put no, back, but it isn't. Like place. I agree. I don't think there would be all thirty-two of them that are better. Um, but at least to be sitting behind someone, like to have a veteran QB. That's well, I wonder because he was behind Mac for a bit. Once they he got beaten th- out, he left. I think it was his oh, decision. He, yeah, okay. So I don't know how. It's hard when you're, when you're uh, competing at such a high level to then turn off that switch being like, you know what, I'm going to sit behind. It's different being a young guy coming up. You're learning the ropes. Fine, fair enough. You sit behind a veteran quarterback. But it's hard to be like at the top of your level being like, no, you've got to sit behind someone. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. You're going to want to walk away. It's a special type of event like Andy Dalton, like I was trying to say before. I love that signing for the Panthers because he is the type that's gone, you know what, I had my time in the sun. Now, he... he could start quite a few was games. Was Flacco doing the same thing? Flacco was uh, yeah, at the Jets. He kind of got his... Had to play a couple of times, but yeah. like he was just sitting. Because he got forced out by Lamar and then left. Yeah. yeah. And then was at the Jets. But he, I reckon he was almost competing at some point. Um, so, yeah, it seemed like but he yeah, definitely. 
Definitely played a role. Ah, yes, good choice. Um, but definitely played a role. And I think Dalton, he's done it now at the Bears, maybe somewhere else. But, he, yeah, I, I really like that for Carolina to be able to sit there. But I don't think Cam Newton... The fact that he's walking around saying there's not 32 bastards that are uh, better than me. Speaking of one of those 32, which you haven't actually mentioned yet. Uh, <laughs> old Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Oh, he left you straight. He knew Minshew Madness. Yeah. Was oh, right up. Was it right Minch after? Mania. Oh, is it Mania? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, uh, whatever it is. Minshew Madness. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's out. That's out. Oh, no. He, yeah, he's gone, gone and signed himself a deal with the Colts. Mm. And uh, looking like he's probably he's going to be starting. Just in, well, depending who they draft. It's depending it, on who they draft. It'll be the same thing. Like, yeah. the drafting, they're fourth. Do they go up to third? Like, I don't think Atlanta are going to take a QB, but. There's always a chance. Uh, They're probably sorry, happy with Atlanta. No, Arizona. They're third. Yeah, they got Kyler, but I can't see them. But it's always that will somebody else take it? So we'll take it first, kind of thing. Yeah. Like you could see Detroit, maybe, or or Atlanta. I could see Atlanta going up and taking <laughs> it. I would track that statement. But uh, yeah, so they definitely will pick up someone. But I think it's the same thing. Having Gardner, he's been there. He's done that. He's. Oh, maybe 30-odd now, so he's realistically on the back end of his QB career, not being a starter. But, yeah, he'll, he'll be fighting for the starting, but mm. that is a big... Are you all right? Uh, it's just more Eagles uh, just leaving uh, the nest. Yeah, uh, obviously, like, massive on him, especially when Hurts went down, and his first game that he played oh, was against Dallas? Where he yeah, went, yeah. It was against Dallas, where he went absolutely toe-for-toe for, toe for him until yeah, he, three until he three threw an intercept. Yeah on like the last drive which yeah. killed the game um, <laughs> but prior to that leading up to that he, he was looking like really really handy and I've spoken to other people who believe that like he should have his own team like he is potentially good enough to actually have his own team if someone actually gives him like a proper shot yeah, even well, at this point in his career that's where he started yeah now you think did he have the right team around him like not team like coaching team around him like because they were a bit of a rabble for a few years and now that they've got you know, Wait, Doug but, Peterson and, and, and definitely didn't have any weapons, or blush the cut, they didn't have any weapons, but probably didn't have enough weapons. And, yeah, yeah, doesn't help, does it? No. So, interesting. It was a good point by you to us to point out uh, American Connection. Oh, well done by you. So they, these boys uh, find them at American Connection with a K, as you can see by their logo. You can also find them at AmericanConnection.com.au. Uh, proud supporters of us, uh, and they're offering ten percent on all their items. So they're really good for apparel, uh, sporting equipment such as helmets, pads, uh, back plates, mouth socks, guards, mouth plates, guards, anything yeah. you can speak about. And we, and we actually, the other day when we spoke to Brett uh, Malave, he <laughs> mentioned how expensive it is. So the fact that you can get 10% off using the code any given Sunday or one word uh, could make it a lot cheaper and a lot more accessible. They also have apparel. Yeah, well, not, not only equipment, apparel, college and NFL. Yeah, um, some big apparel. college. So, yeah. yeah, some really cool stuff. So jump on the website and have a look and make sure you use the code any given Sunday. Yeah. 10%. 10%. 10%. Yes. Guaranteed, does work as well. Can confirm. It does, yeah, yeah can confirm. confirm. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not like one of those dodgy codes you see on the internet. This so, one's real. This no, one's no, legit. Easy. Certified. I, I got my package from him yesterday, hence why I've got this. Uh, I bought the Aaron Rodgers, but it was I've worked out I've got a mini and I ordered an iPhone 12. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't fit. Uh, that can go on right. the shelf. Yeah. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, it will be. On the, it's next time you're next in the lab at home. Yes, it will be. Uh, yeah, any other news that we've had brought up that we've skipped over? Nah, I feel like we've sort of ticked off most of the main items we wanted to look at. There's a few 
there's a little bit of movement still happening, but um, it's going to be movement happening up until draft yeah. day, and then on draft day. So even if we comment on the movement, doesn't mean it's necessarily ever going to be the end of it. Yeah, that's right. Like yeah. obviously a big thing that we keep on touching on, but still haven't heard any news about is like Lamar Jackson, what he's going to do. I'm pretty sure he's releasing a video on his own YouTube channel. So I like kind heard of, this. Kind of discuss um, like an interview. Yeah. Okay. Like I don't I don't know if he's interviewing himself or if yeah. he's got Lamar, someone. What do you think? Yeah, Lamar. Yeah, I agree. But it'll be good, interesting. Could be his mum. It, it definitely Mama could Jones. be. Could be Mama Jones. It's definitely uh, would be something to keep an eye on if anyone's actually interested to see where he goes. But I, I personally, I don't know about you boys, but I personally feel like uh, no matter what deal kind of gets thrown up, the Ravens are probably just going to match. Yeah. And Which we, yeah, we talked about that um, couple weeks a couple ago. weeks ago. It's almost like they're using that as a tool. Yeah. With the non-exclusive franchise tag, they'll just let it, if someone throws out a deal. All right, they've set the market. We'll match it. Mm. Easy. Could you see him so no one comes to the market like play and, and doesn't offer him anything? So he plays under the franchise tag, but he just sits and doesn't play? I think that hurts him too much. But last year he played under the franchise tag, got injured, and it hurt him. I think it hurt him because he <laughs> wouldn't travel with the team. That was the last game. I think yeah, you're better off. He... I think you're better off putting good games under your belt. Uh, just personally, that's that's my opinion. I don't think sitting. But could you? Help. I don't think. Do you think he you. could sit? Oh, potentially, yeah. Mm. I know because you'll be fined for every if he doesn't train. Like it's it's like a hundred thousand or something, or ninety thousand a day. You're not training or something. Like, if you're personally sitting out, if we're mm. going to take a little cross sport example, Ben Simmons sitting yep. did nothing good for his career. Okay. Did nothing good for his contract. And even if it's just the narrative, exactly right. The the narrative around your image and everything like that, I think it all plays into it. And especially not having an agent that can help control that narrative and Mm. build up that image only makes it harder for him. Um, So I don't think it'd be a good idea at all. I think he'd be the kind that would, though. You reckon? Yeah. I hope not. I hope not. Mm. Text him. You obviously know him pretty well. I do. I do. (laughs) I've got him on the. It's night time over there, but he's a, a late. Get a rapper, so he could be awake. <laughs> Get a rapper. He sleeps in, but he does his uh, four hours of study, not like Kyle. Do you yes. have any questions without notice for us? Uh, because if not, I've got one for you. Oh, do you want to play? Do you want to have the music? Uh, yeah. if, if we can get it. Oh, oh we've just thrown you straight under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> we Sorry. will say that we are in the studio. We are in the studio. Yes. Big, massive shout out to Amelia for uh, producing today. Thank you very much for, CEO for helping for the us day. today. Uh, producing, CEO, uh, doing all the roles. Someone's off jet setting, gallivanting about up north. Yeah, so. yeah we don't mention him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Dead to us. <laughs> So, Tommy. Yes. Uh, try and be as impartial as you can, but what do you think? All right, what would you like to see Green Bay get as compensation for AR12? And what do you think realistically you will see Green Bay get for Aaron Rodgers? Um. This is definitely probably a good point after you sent that photo through. I gave you nothing on that photo. <laughs> the rumours that he's not worth a first rounder. I, f- I find it hard to believe. I know he's old, older. But he's say. still playing well. He's still playing good football. Not his fault he didn't necessarily have the weapons this year. No. And he got injured. Yeah, he had the broken thumb and, and things like that. But I think there has to be a first rounder involved, whether it's... 
This is what you, so first part is what you want as a Green Bay fan. Seventeen first round. <laughs> no. no, but there, I there's think, room past I think on this honestly, um, whether you go down the, and I'm not sure in regards to being more valuable, getting two or three seconds, or you know two or three thirds, or do we just go instead of saying one and two or three seconds, just go with the one, the one first rounder. Or do we go the two or three second rounders? I don't know what's more valuable, but whichever one is more valuable to us, because like you oh, can still get some superstars in the second, third, fourth round. So whether we get multiple seconds, thirds, fourths, or just go for the one big hit. And as we said before, it's hard with the Jets because they do draft so well. They value like, their picks. They value their picks. So they had the like we keep on saying they're the rookie offensive and rookie defensive player of the year. Yeah. So they obviously pick well. So they're going to be trying to, and I think that's potentially why the deal hasn't happened yet. Top of my head, they were both first rounders last year. Yeah. So why would they want to give up another first rounder yeah. for Rogers? Who wants to come and play for the Jets? Yeah. yeah. So I and think Green Bay want him to play for the Jets. You know what I mean? So like they're both they want him off our books. Yeah. Both he's, a, he's a very expensive sitting. Yeah. <laughs> both both teams have almost ham, hamstrung themselves. Yeah. Because who holds the leverage? Neither. Neither team do because the I, Jets, I the, think the Jets do. The Jets want him. Green Bay. Don't want him. And they said, worst case scenario, they'll take him back. <laughs> but, I think the Jets hold the leverage though. Yeah. But because then, then, they, but then Green, Bay's, Green Bay's not going to give him up for nothing. No. No, but then there'll be a lot of... I, I won't be one of those people, but there'll be a lot of salty fans if we only get a third or a fourth rounder for him. I think a third or a fourth round is probably not enough. Uh, I, think, I don't think you are. Honestly, my opinion, I don't think you're going to get a first. Yeah. Um, I, a couple of seconds, maybe a third. Fine. But that's but what I'm saying. Like, whether do you say, fine, all right, no first, which I think they're 13 this year. All right, we won't have the 13, but we're going to have your next two seconds. And then you know, do you see something valuable? being built in based off? There has to be. Performance. Yeah. Time play. Or time-wise, yeah. Time-wise, yeah. yeah. If they so make the Super More realistically, probably looking at maybe a couple of seconds and then some back-end building stuff. Yeah, possibly a first. Yeah, a first. Yeah, a first if he gets MVP or then, takes the to Super Playoffs or how yeah, long yeah. he plays for. And oh, I really hope we get it done prior to... Because there's a chance it goes after the draft as well. Absolutely, it could. Because if they do get him and go well, the first next year is going to be 28. I'd rather the 13 this year. That's right. <laughs> yeah. 28 next year. Like. So it's, it's, it's better for Green Bay to get it done before the draft. Yeah, you'd obviously. think so. Obviously. Providing we get a first. I think there has to be a first in there somehow. Would you put your GM hat on? Would you prefer the 1-1 one, one or the, the multiple twos and threes? Or four? It, Probably. it depends on the... Sorry. No, you're right. It depends, it, depends, it depends on what's on your draft board. Yeah. It depends on what's going on Green Bay's draft board. If they've got like a, well, a magnitude of players... I've heard not, not a strong wide receiver year this year yeah. as in the past. So you're Which not going to get a Justin Jefferson. For. You're not going to get a Jamar Chase this year. Um, so, yeah, do you say, all right, we, we'll, we'll still get a solid one in two and three. If you free up that cap space, can you bring one in? Well, that's where I think Odell Beckham will come into it. Mm-hmm. So maybe you take the two twos. Do you I would take the two twos and then maybe I would take the couple of two twos with some back-ended stuff. Yeah, I reckon maybe. we're going to chase a tight end. We've got just Robbie Tonyan's just left. So I reckon stronger tight end year this year. Good uh, tight end class. Draft class. Yeah. Um, yeah, so do you chase two twos and then potentially a 2024 two as well? Mm. So then yeah, you've got three, then you got three twos, but then you I'm might thinking, get a wide receiver in the following year. The, the more back ended or lower options, lower, like seconds are still like Jordy Nelson's one of our greatest wide receivers. I think he was like a fourth rounder. Yeah. Like, 
there's still talent. You've just got to find them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do we go with them more or do we say, all right, we'll go with less but more value? So I don't think we're going to get the two ones, a three, a six. Like we're not going to get that. You have yeah. to be realistic about it. So. And this thing, you don't you don't want to pay him 56 million or whatever it is to sit on the bench because no. that's what he'll do 58, 59 oh. yeah, yeah, high, high 50s yeah. should we just set, set 60? <laughs> yeah. it's bordering on 70 by yeah. the way. that's it well done you did yeah. well you, you held back your tears and you managed yeah. to string together I a think few I've words. actually pa- I've passed the tears but when I see it in the I nearly, oh, just you wait till you see him in my, a, I'm <laughs> seeing Alan Lazard in the New York I was like, oh, fuck. I'll tell you the most painful part is right if he goes to the Jets and he does win a Super Bowl yeah the only well, that's what I said yeah. with Wade. I'm yeah. going to put it on record. I told Wade, you better look after our QB. He said he's going where he deserves to go. Yeah. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> and I said, but if you make the Super Bowl, we're going together and I'll wear me Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. But that's the thing. If he wins one for the Jets, the only photo you're ever going to see him in is a Jets, Jets jersey. Oh, no. I reckon I'll have another one. <laughs> <laughs> it's 12 or 13 years old, but that's all right. Mm-hmm. So, beautiful. No, that's it, mate. Well done. Nice. Uh Big couple of days that you guys don't know about, which I'm about to tell you about. I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> good. Big couple of days without notice. Yeah, yeah that's good. right. Yeah, Can't play wait. it again. Next week, not sure what we've got planned yet, but we also have uh, an interview that'll be going on the back of this. I should have said it earlier. Uh, that de- so big fella only just signed. I won't give away too much of where he's actually going, but Dan Warburton. Uh, a great little, great little chat with him. Um, that'll be on the back end of this this uh, episode. episode. Yeah, I'm really scrambling my words now. I should have said this earlier. Uh, really good fella and, and a kind of the kind of guy who's didn't come out and wasn't setting all the records and got noticed early. He's he's had to put in the yards and uh, and go over. It took himself over, added in umpteen amount of colleges on his own bat to go there and say, look, this is my stuff. Didn't have the tape to give them so went there and showed him himself. So it's a real good interview to show that you can make it from anywhere. There's other, other pathways. Other pathways. So, yeah, yeah definitely one to, to listen to and uh, good on him. But, yep, next week some big things coming as well. Always exciting. There's plenty going on, AGS. Do you want to have a go at the, the ender? Danny did the start. <laughs> do you want to do the ending? No, no, it's your job. That's my job. If you, As always, if you do enjoy the podcast, make sure you tell your friends, your family and who are we telling today? Your chairman of the board. The chairman of any board down at Croydon, uh, Reservoir, these are all Victorian ones. Is, no, is there a Geelong? There is a Geelong, Geelong, Geelong. Yeah, Geelong. Get around the Geelong They were the team. Buccaneers, but I don't think they are anymore. Ooh, okay. Anyway, should, Monash, I know there's a few teams. I think there's 12 teams in Victoria, so a pretty strong, strong league. Uh, give us a five-star rating, leave a review, set the little bell so that you know when we do come out. We're not live this week, but I reckon we'll be back live next week. Also give us a like and a comment on the YouTubes. Yeah. Helps mm. our algorithms. Get everything yeah, moving. Yeah, yeah. It's always like. good for us. And we, I just enjoy the banter. It's actually good fun. Yeah. yeah. So I just don't want my mum to be keeping commenting. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep the actually real people that are actually interested. But thanks, mum. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, find us on all the socials. Love you, mum. Tim Carty, AGSAU. Danny on, Webb, AGSAU. On Twitter. on Twitter. Yes, on Twitter. TMAC, AGSAU. And AGSAU Podcast, all on Twitter. Instagram is anygivensunday.au. TikTok, Facebook, Dabble. Uh, any given Sunday Australia and then YouTube any given Sunday Australia podcast can't go wrong well done well done boys you're getting getting better how many episodes in are we 56 getting there (laughs) there. well done I'll tick it off without having to look at it one day one day well done boys good stuff see you next week see you next week see you then 
Joining me now is a linebacker out of the Bayside Ravens who recently signed for Hillsdale College over in the US. Dan Warburton, how are you, big dog? I'm great. How are you? Yeah, mate, I'm I'm doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. We're gonna we're gonna start off just a little icebreaker. We did this uh, with the Vanilla Gorilla. I don't know if you you heard that interview, but uh, just want to relax you into the interview and get you going. So I just want to know off the top of your head. Three people, dead or alive, doesn't matter, uh, that you would invite out to dinner just to have some conversation with? That's a good question. I actually did listen to Zach Nelson, aka the Vanilla Gorillas, uh, episode on your podcast. And yeah, beauty. I'd probably say I got to invite a football player. My favorite player is Jamar Chase. Ah, so he's nice. going to be my first guest. Um, probably invite my favorite rapper, that's Lil Baby. Yeah, third seat at the table has got to go to my mum. I want to bring her along. Yeah, nice. I like that. One. <laughs> That's different. I don't like to hear your mum too often, but uh, probably maybe because she's probably been to your dinner parties a few times. But yeah, you know my home cooked meals in Australia are limited, so I love having dinner with her as much yeah. as I can. That's a great call. You are going to head over. and Have you been over there? Actually, I know you've been over there because we're going to ask about it, but how do you find the cuisine over in America compared to here? I um so I went to I've been on Hawaii for holiday ages ago, but my main experience in the US was last year I spent a month over there. Yeah. To be honest, man, I wasn't eating in a lot of luxury. It was fast food most nights due to the fact that I was bouncing around like city to city, just staying in hotels I couldn't really cook. Yeah. So it was a lot of like Chick-fil-A and Burger King, but I did what I could. I did get to eat some good quality food though, yeah. from time to time. I'm the same. I've, I've done a month over there, and there wasn't too many veggies getting no. around. So, yes, definitely enjoy mum's cooks uh, before you leave. But, definitely. Uh, we will get onto that month in America in a minute. But uh, first off, I just wanted to find out a little bit about yourself. How did you come across the game, and and when did you know that this is the path that you wanted to follow? So I can't like. Growing up as a massive sport fan, I've always sort of known what the NFL was. But when I was about 12 years old, I guess it was on TV or something. I just started watching it and started wondering how does the game work? Like maybe now's the time to learn it. And all throughout high school, like uh, every year, I just got a little bit more knowledgeable about how everything works. And then it all changed when I was in, I think it was grade 11, I got the video game Madden. Oh, yes. I was just obsessed with it. And I really started learning like the X's and O's about the, like, the strategy behind it. And then when I was in grade 12, I decided, well, I pretty much played every single sport except this one. So I just signed up looking for a bit of fun and I ended up really enjoying it. And that sort of led into just taking it seriously and having the dream of going to college. Was that at Bayside that you signed up? No, so my first team was uh, Griffith Thunder. So actually, um, listening to Zach's episode, we did the exact same thing. I had no idea. We just messaged the three closest teams, yeah. And Thunder was the first one to reply back. So that was my first team. Well, that's that's how they're going to get you. So that's good. Uh, how did you end up at Bayside? Bayside, I was just looking for a more. Um, like an atmosphere that's more conducive to excellence. Yeah. So Bayside, it's a great club. You know, everyone takes it very seriously. At the time, we were back-to-back champions. We've since 
made that four in a row. So you know how how we get down to business. And there was a lot of talent over there and a lot of experience that I hoped I could I could gain from them. So that was my my reasoning for going to the Ravens. Yeah, beauty, beauty. Do you do you follow the actual the NFL much or? Oh, I love the NFL. Yeah, who's your team? Cincinnati. Yeah, Jamar Chase makes sense then. What about Joey B? You'd have been a little bit disappointed about how they went out this year then. Oh, more than a bit, man. It was tough to swallow. Like, I would have preferred a blowout, to be honest, against the Chiefs rather than that very close finish. But I'm I'm sure we got a lot more more playoff games ahead of us. Yeah, yeah. Do you – I always – I'm a Packers man, as you can see behind me. I've got a few teams, but Green Bay's mine. I always take a little bit of comfort – if you lose to the team that goes on to actually win the, the, the championship, does that give you any comfort at all? No, I don't like the Chiefs, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So you said that your favourite player is Jamar, but uh, being a linebacker, I'm presuming he's not a, a player that you follow and base your game on. Do you have anyone that you do follow and kind of idolise a bit? Or uh, To be honest, I started playing safety, so I pretty much like idolised all the DBs, like yep. the – the more hard-hitting dog kind of DBs. So, you know, Tyron Matthew comes to mind. Uh, J.C. Horn, I love him. When he was at South Carolina in college, I used to study his tape a lot. Um, I'm an LSU fan as well. So Derek Stingley Jr., especially his freshman year. Um, Yeah, I studied studied the hell out of that tape. Yeah. So it sounds like, do you follow the college ball as much? Not as much, but I try to keep up with it. It's just... It's a lot more um, going on than in the NFL. It's hard to keep track of everything. Yeah, 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 definitely. And then trying to, I guess you're going to have to get used to watching film. So that's kind of the same thing. Yeah. No Do doubt. you have you done much film watching through? We're, we're going to talk about Endzone, but have they got you in the idea of how film watching and things like that happens? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like before I started, I didn't really know where to start. I was just watching and trying to take everything in, but with um, the coaches at Endzone, in particular Booker and Makana, they've really showed us how to analyze film as you know a college athlete would or a professional athlete would. So it really takes it to a different level. Yeah, absolutely. I, I did. Uh, Makana was very... Uh... He's a very astute person. Like speaking to him the other day, it was uh, it's it's no surprise that he has made it as far as he has. But uh, you are a linebacker now. Yeah. Uh, do you prefer inside or outside? I like inside. Yep. Yeah. Is there, again, is there another player that you, you kind of follow with that? Or uh, Fred Warren is cool. Oh, um, yeah. Eric Kendricks. I like watching his film a little bit. Yeah. And like, can't look past Ray Lewis, man. Yeah, absolutely. He's great. Yeah, he'd probably be up there as the one of the greatest, I reckon. Oh, no doubt, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Have you always been defensive side? You said you started at safety, but did you ever have a crack at the offense? Nah, like as soon as I got to the um, Thunder, I wanted, actually requested to play defense. Never really been interested in the offensive side of the ball. So I started playing corner Yep. and then moved to safety and now I'm down at linebacker and I wouldn't have it any other way. I love playing, playing on the dark side. How did uh, what about the dark side? You say that intrigues you. Like, are you enjoying the big hits? Like uh, Zach said, you know, hand in the ground, face in the dirt, kind of thing. Is that your kind of footy? I just like being disruptive, man. I like figuring out what the offense is trying to do, and then like stifling it, just being a nuisance, pretty much to their game plan, stopping yeah. them from doing what they want to do. That's what I love. 
Yeah, like the uh, like the the likes of JJ and TJ Watt, you can be yeah. a real game wrecker on that side of the ball. So definitely. Uh, how how long have you been at Bayside? Have you enjoyed your time there? I loved it, man. I started playing in um, 2021 there, so I played the full season there, and I participated fully during practices, like walkthroughs and scrimmages last year. However, due to college eligibility concerns, I wasn't able to take the field with my teammates. So I was still part of the part of the family, but I wasn't able to step on the field. What what's the college eligibility? Can you talk us through what happened there? So uh, the NCAA has some rules regarding, um, uh, I suppose you could call it fairness with their yep. athletes participating after high school. So when you graduate high school, I graduated in 2020, mm-hmm. you get one year to play amateur football. In other words, okay. non-college sport. I used that in 2021. Any participation after that would start what's called your eligibility clock. And that clock pretty much stipulates that you have four years to play college football. So I elected not to start my clock in Australia mm-hmm. and I'll start yep. it this year in the US. So I pretty Okay, much... so if you had applied, you'd be 12 months in already almost. Exactly, yeah. I'd rather have the 12 months um, over there. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. So is that how you became a part of Endzone or, or how did that come apart? So I became a part of Endzone when I was actually talking to my sister on my 18th birthday and we were just talking about football like we usually do. And I threw around the idea of, oh, like maybe I should go play college. I was totally joking and she said, oh, my friend has a podcast and one of the guests on it is a boy from Brisbane who is very successful in American football. He had like 20 plus offers to play division one ball. And I was like, that sounds cool. Listen to the podcast, you know, figured out his story. His name's Jordan Moko, like very well known throughout the community. Um, I went on his Instagram and he tagged Sam Arnold in a post. So I, from there, I found out Endzone Academy sent them a message like, hey, this is what I want to do. Went down for one session and been going every week since. Yeah. So you mentioned as we as we came on uh, that you, you wanted to talk about Jordan a little bit and, and your experience and what you can provide for others. So feel free. What do you, what do you want to tell people and what do you want to get out of this? Uh, it's, it's never too late. Like I started after I turned 18. Most of these American boys start when they turn five. Like, even if you're from Australia, you feel like you don't have the resources around you, you just got to reach out, find people with the same dream and you can make it happen. Like, you can really do it. That's all I want to, that's the information I want to provide to people who maybe think that, oh, it's too hard. Like, there isn't the infrastructure that they have in the US. Like, we can still get it done. Yeah. Yeah. I was speaking to Makana the other day and they were saying about how they want to, grow it outside of Brisbane. You know, they're going to start with some satellite camps and things like that. So even people like me down in Melbourne, I'm a bit old, but uh, people down in Melbourne will be able to, to be able to reach out to those guys. And they really have what well, they're up to. So you're D2, aren't you? So, but they're up to 10 or 11 uh, D1 scholarships 
umpteen amount of D2 scholarships. So we will get into the difference between D1 and D2 in a minute. But I just want to talk about Endzone. Uh, we've really been beating them up the last few weeks. But just the fact that they are around for, like you said, people like yourself who who want to have opportunities to move over to the States. How did you find uh, the coaches and the crews there and, and you know, day-to-day kind of stuff that you get done? Man, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Endzone. Like, they just, being around Sam for my first year and Sam plus McCann in my second and my third year this year, it's just like, we don't mess around. We know exactly what we need to do. Like, we know what we're trying to do. We know what it takes to get there. And we get it done. Like, there's no no messing around. And just being surrounded with the boys, like-minded individuals with the same goals, it just, it's it's very helpful having people around you who are going through the same things. Yeah, 100%. And like we said, uh, I haven't spoken to Sam, but uh, Coach Garrigan, he just seems to be all over it and uh, really gets into the mindset of, you know, young men who are, have college dreams and NFL dreams and, and help you to push forward. You you were lucky enough, as you said, you got to spend a month over in the States to do some camps. That was mm-hmm. through Endzone and is it PPI as well? No, I wasn't able to join in with the PPI camp. Okay. So I went through, there's a organization called Europe's Elite. Okay. So they focus on Europe, like getting people from Europe to the US. They did a partnership with... Uh, a brand you could say called Legacy, based in Michigan. Yep. So I pretty much signed up for the Legacy camp. It's a bus tour around the Midwest and the South. And we went to, I think it was 10 different schools and did four camps. And I decided while I was over in the US, might as well if I'm there, do more than four camps. Mm-hmm. Ended up doing 10 camps on my own, plus the four on the Legacy tour. That's incredible. How did you, so you did it all by yourself? Yeah. Shit, that's unreal. So you, how much of that time were you with the Legacy Camp compared to being on your own? I was over there for uh, over a month. I think it was like 35 days. The Legacy Tour was just five days. So most okay. of the time, it was just me <laughs> lone wolfing it across the, the 50 states. How were you getting around? Uh, I would fly from like state to state. I didn't rent a car at all, so it was public transport, like buses, trains, Ubers, like walking, just however I could get around, to be honest. Wow. So I know we put a lot on Endzone and and these kind of camps, but it sounds like you've put a lot of work in yourself, which is incredible. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I've had a lot of help. Sam, Makana, Booker, the boys at the Ravens, like everyone's gone above and beyond to help me achieve my dreams and... You know, I'm just so grateful for that, but I did a bit myself. Yeah, absolutely. It does does show that you do have to to put your time and, and, and your effort into it as well, but it's gonna get you where you wanna be, which is incredible. What kind of what kind of places did you actually go and, and I don't know, maybe top two or three places that you visited there? I was lucky enough to do a bit of tourism. It wasn't oh, yeah. all just like football, football, football. My favorite place by far was New York City. I ended up there to do three football camps. I did one at Wagner in Staten Island, one at Fordham in the Bronx and Columbia in Manhattan. So I was in New York just less than a week and it was just 
time of my life. I loved it there. Can't wait to yeah. get back. Yeah. So was, you do you? I don't know how much travel you get when you're actually in college, but I imagine you'd be getting around a fair bit. Yeah, yeah. Like we'll do the away games, and when it's I don't know spring break or summer break, hopefully we can explore what's going on. Michigan's a beautiful state, so I can't wait to just get around, have a look at everything. Yeah, beautiful. That's that leads me into my next question, which. You are the first college student that I've spoken to that hasn't quite started the process yet. So I want to dive into the actual process of how you get there. And and uh, for those who don't know, which you kind of gave a little bit of a spoiler there, but where is Hillsdale? Hillsdale is in Michigan. Yeah. Not far out of Detroit, if I'm wrong. It's uh, like an hour and a half drive. Yep. Kind of in between Detroit and Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. So no good being a Cincinnati fan then? No. It's <laughs> Lions territory. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. You can go watch the Lions by the or when the Packers come and beat the Lions. Oh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> well, you better and you better send me some photos because I've only been once and uh, I'm very very jealous. But uh, how did we? How did you decide on Hillsdale? Did you visit there beforehand or? No, I wasn't able to do a visit. Um, I actually came into contact with Hillsdale via email. Yep. So I emailed the head coach and he replied with some interest. Just he said, "Hey man, like." Unfortunately, we're out of athletic scholarships. They have a limited amount at Division Two that they can actually give out. And just because of when I reached out to them, I actually came onto their radar quite late. Yep. So they weren't able to offer me a scholarship uh, for athletics, but I applied, got accepted, and I'm a walk-on, a preferred walk-on with an academic scholarship. Yeah, nice. So what are you going over there to study then? Uh, economics. That's going to be my major. Okay. Okay. So I did hear from the guys at Endzone that you are a man who loves the details. So that makes sense <laughs> that you are studying economics. Is that kind of a, uh, not a backup plan, but always having in the back pocket that you've done your studies? Uh, I was going to study in the past two years, to be honest. But like we talked about earlier with the eligibility, if I were to start full-time university, that would also start my clock. Ah, uh, okay. So I'm, um, I've always been interested in, you know, the academic part of life. Did tried my hardest in school, and I'm almost as excited to just be a university student as I am to be a college college athlete. Yeah, good. I think it's definitely nowadays. It's definitely uh, banged home about that. You you need to have you know a, not a backup plan, but you know something behind you because football. Even if you make it to the NFL, which uh, it sounds like you're going to give every every uh, tree a shake to get there, you're going to need something to fall back on when it's finished because you'll be you know at, being a linebacker, especially. But probably what what time did uh, uh, Ray Lewis? He would have been what 33, 34 when he went out. Maybe a little bit older, but you still got a long, long time ahead of you after that. Exactly. And I'd say he's the exception more than the rule. Like the NFL career doesn't last too long on average. Yeah. Especially at linebacker because you're big boys and you're running into some big boys as well. Exactly. So did you have to go through any testing for them? Because they are kind of, uh, they're putting a bit on you to be able to play for them. So did you have to do any testing or is it purely over emails? Sorry, like physical testing? Yeah. Well, any kind of testing. Uh, I sent my SATs. Okay. Did pretty well in that. I provided them my high school transcripts, pretty much my um, report cards. Yep. That's what they used to give me the academic scholarship. 
I um, sent the head coach my physical measurements, as in my 40 and my broad and all the relevant ones, and also sent him my film. That was the main yep. thing that got me recruited was was my game film. Yeah, I did see a couple of uh, big hits from your game film that we have over here, which is it is good to see, and we do enjoy that side of football. But we'll go to your 40. Uh, how were you... Were you happy with your times or, or are you going to try and build on those? Uh, I'd love to build on them, but at the moment, we're not really focused on running a good 40. We're just focused on running faster. Yep. That's all I'm focused on right now is being more explosive and powerful and efficient in my movements. Mm-hmm. The number, like the time that I run exactly 40 yards isn't top of my priority list right now. Yeah, I did see, again, I don't know how up-to-date it was. It was 4.8 that I saw, which is still, for a linebacker, that's still pretty high numbers. If you can get it close to that 4.5, then you'd be absolutely elite. But you're not far off the mark anyway, it sounds like. Yeah, the 4.8, uh, it's not the most recent measurement. But we'll see. Maybe we'll run a 40 in the upcoming months. Maybe get closer yeah. to that 4.5. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what about some of your lifts? Are you happy with your lifts at the moment? Yeah, like we're not um, in the gym right now. We're not really trying to go for the impressive one rep max or anything. Where the phase that we're in, we're focused on building muscular endurance and strength. So we're not going to put up the flashy numbers, but maybe in the next couple of months, we'll, you know, take take the um, take the brakes off and just lift as much as we can. Hopefully, we'll get some big big poppy times. Yeah, absolutely. You gonna so what is the plan between now and taking off? Uh so we're just trying to prepare me best for college. We're not gonna deviate deviate me too much from what the other boys are doing in end zone because I am leaving in July. We do have a lot of time. But as the months go by and we get closer to my departure date, we are gonna really uh, we're gonna really specialize my program for what my goals yeah. are. So, because uh, you'd have a rough idea, I'm presuming, or the boys, you know, Makana especially, they'd have a rough idea of what, you know, the college guys are doing at this time of year. So, are you kind of leading towards what they are, especially as you build up towards your date? Exactly, yeah. We definitely have the benefit of sending a few guys over already. So, we've got kind of a blueprint that I can hopefully follow, like boys like Zach and Jordan and Jack, both of the Jack Lowe's, like everyone who went over. We can just rinse and repeat for me. Yeah, absolutely. Are you able to, to speak to those guys about their experiences as well? Exactly, yeah. Like when I went over on the tour, especially, those boys are really important to provide some advice and guidance. I'd never done it before. Everyone who's done it, especially from Australia, can testify how intense it is and just how it's nothing like you've ever experienced over here. So mm-hmm. just being able to being on them for some support and advice has really been beneficial. Yeah, absolutely. Are you, you mentioned uh, your mum and your sister before, but are they, are they ready for this? Because you're, you know, you're taking off and you're, you're going to be gone. You won't be able to, uh, to have those home cooked meals anymore. I know it's going to be, it's going to be a sad day, but you know, we've got FaceTime. They're going to come visit hopefully as much as they can, but we've got, we've got like, Four or five months, so we're just trying to cherish what we have while we have it. Yeah, but I'm sure they're very excited for you as well as uh, oh, definitely, being yeah. sad. Definitely. Are you nervous? Uh, not really. Not I'm yet? Just, I'm, I'm just excited. Yeah, for sure. Do you have, uh, 
I'd be the kind of guy that'd have the calendar on the wall with the circle on it and counting down <laughs> the days. Are you kind of like that or? No, I haven't got the calendar up yet, but now that you said that, I might chuck one up there. I might chuck it on the head, yeah, chuck it on the phone just to make sure you know that there's, yeah, 60 days to go, you'll be flying. Yep. Are you, down. what kind of, uh, speaking of Zach, he, he mentioned that, what, are you a goal-orientated person? Do you have, all right, first thing was to get a, a scholarship, but however you got it, you got it. Uh, when you get over there, is it, all right, I want to be trying to, you know, whether it's red-shirting first or um, being able to actually come on and play and get minutes and things like that. Do you have goals that you have set out over your time? Man, I feel like there's just so many variables in this sport to really put too much stock into those kind of goals. Yep. My main focus is just doing my best. Like, I never um, really thought that I'd end up here. Like, some things... I didn't actually get any offers on my tour. So, like, if I set the goal of getting an offer, I would have been disappointed. But my main goal was to just try my best. Yep. That's what I did. I ended up here and I feel like everything that's happened in my journey has happened for a reason. I'm exactly where I need to be in this moment. So moving forward, I'm just going to keep that mindset, like, just work as hard as I can, do everything to the best of my ability and, everything will work out how it needs to. I'm not focused on like, oh, I want to start and I want to get like 15 interceptions, blah, blah, blah. It's just do my best. Hopefully we can get a lot of wins at Hillsdale. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't like I don't like it. I don't mind that mindset, especially, uh, well, to be to be fair, you're, you're very fresh to it. You don't exactly know what you're going to go over there and get, you know, but uh I think it is exciting and uh, we're definitely going to follow you along the way. But have you got things like like where are you going to live when you get there? Have you got all those kind of things sorted out or not quite yet? I'll be staying on campus for um, for the four years. Yep. But as soon as I get there, I'll probably have to stay in a hotel or two just because you can't fly to Hillsdale. You've got to fly to Chicago Yep. or Detroit. So stay in a hotel one night, two night, then head over there and, Live in live on campus for for my duration. Of yeah. Experience. Have you got anyone uh, moving over there with you, or are you going to go and try and do it by yourself? By myself, man. Yeah, nice, nice. Uh, mate, you sound like you've uh, you, you've taken it by the balls and, and having a real crack, which I love. Uh, we will we'll definitely keep on top of you, and, and uh, we'll keep in touch, and uh, we'll see how you're going with it all. But do you know? So, what what's the major difference between D one and D two football? It's the quality, like D1, it's a lot of, um, it's the highest quality of football that you can play as a college athlete. Yep. Division two, um, it's still elite. Like it's still, if you play college football at any level, it's a fantastic accomplishment. It's not like um, the phrase is the only one D1 or bust. Like that is just not true. Whether you end up playing D1, D2, D3, NAIA, JUCO, like, you still should be very proud of yourself. It's a massive accomplishment. Uh, Division two, still good quality football, but we also put a lot of focus on academics, which I feel like is perfect for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think you've you couldn't have said it any better there. The fact that you're actually even playing it is is a huge <laughs> achievement. So, and you hear all the time, especially JUCO boys, they don't they don't hate saying that they are JUCO lads and that they've made it to the NFL. Um, coming from Juco, so you've given yourself every opportunity, mate. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I've, I feel like I'm more excited than you are. So. 
I'm sure you're going to do all the boys at Enzyme very proud anyways. I hope so. That's what I'm trying to do, man. Yeah, but nah, absolutely, mate. I've, I've uh, run out of questions out of all the ones I've got for you, but uh, all the best with it. We'll definitely keep in touch and uh, and watch your progress through while you're over in Hillsdale anyway. Thank you so much for having me, man. I appreciate it. Nah, we, we appreciate it more. And all the people out there that, like you said, the message of it's never too late to give it a crack, especially, uh, you know, coming out of high school. If you if you do find this, uh, the, the path that you want, are, are people able to reach out to you and, and have a chat about that if they want? Yeah, you can reach out to um, Enzone Academy on Instagram or yep. Facebook. They'll um, answer my DMs. I didn't know anybody. So anyone, if you have that, that sliver of ambition to maybe – see if college football is for you or the next level of football definitely reach out like can't go wrong like just do it yeah what do you have to lose really exactly nothing ah beautiful all right mate we appreciate your time and uh, uh we'll keep in touch anyway thank you have a good one Cheers.